Today's advanced training, I'm excited about today's advanced training. A lot of you guys heard uh, the different, different folks in the top five mention it, but yesterday we did a day-long boot camp for building, a builder's boot camp, and we recorded, uh, we recorded it. I started editing it. I put the first video out there last night, uh, which was Mel teaching us how to fast-track somebody and, and walking them through the fast-track process. Uh, that was just an awesome boot camp. And this morning, <laughs> I had decided what I was going to train on today last week. Uh, but this morning, Bruno was like, man, after a day like yesterday, you went from nine to three 30, uh, on that boot camp. after a day like yesterday, what are you going to train on today? <laughs> and I said, easy goals, <laughs> goals. This is a three part series that uh, I'll be bringing to you over the next, uh, I believe four weeks. Uh, we have some, uh, some guest trainers, uh, lined up and some stuff going on for the rest of the year. And, uh, this is something that normally I would train on goals. Uh, at the um, at the end of the year uh, is when I normally train on it, but uh, I want to train a little bit earlier this year uh, just so we can prepare and have our goals ready. You know, if you're if you're waiting until the gun fires, until the whistle blows, until it's time to start playing, if you're waiting till then to set your goals, it's too late. If you don't know what you're supposed to be doing when the whistle blows, you're too late. And so it, 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 we're doing this, if you're watching this recorded later, this is October, mid-October, mid we're talking about goals for next year uh, because now's the time to start planning. What we see every single year, every single year, been at this 20-plus years now, every year from Thanksgiving to Christmas, people go, eh, I just can't meet with anybody. Really? Because that's like retail's busiest time of the year. <laughs> they're buying. They got their checkbooks out, their credit cards out. They're buying. They're in the mode. Every year, my best month was December. Every personal production year, my, my best month was always December. So don't buy into the lie that the broke insurance agents out there are telling you because it's just not true. But what I'm hoping to help you think through is what are your goals and what are you trying to achieve? Uh, I think that sometimes when we lose sight of what we're, we're, what we're trying to achieve, we end up um, lost. <laughs> we end up wondering, right? And we end up definitely not hitting the target. Uh, if you hit the target, it was purely by luck. And I don't want, I don't want your success to be based on luck because what if you're unlucky? <laughs> you know? I want your success to be based on thought and thinking it through and then execution. Uh, so today I'm starting the, this is the first part of the three part series. This is called 10 steps to goal setting. This is my personal way of setting goals. Uh, I know there's a lot of goal setting books out there. Matter of fact, I highlight a couple here. Goals by Brian Tracy is a great book. I've heard so many people teach from this book and I in no way am taking anything away from it. He has sold about a gazillion more books than I have because I've sold zero, but, and he sold roughly a gazillion. Um, I mean, so such wisdom in this book as you are, uh, thinking through your goals and what you're trying to accomplish, I highly encourage you to read this. Look at the subtitle, How to Get Everything You Want Faster Than You Ever Thought Possible. Who doesn't want to read that book? Like, <laughs> I love one-word titles, goals, you know? So, and it's all in caps, it's huge. Like, that's, read the book. This is, this, is one of the, this is one of the books that helped shape my thought process on my own personal goal setting. Uh, another book that was just instrumental was Success. Look at that, goals and success. I love the simplicity of it. The Glenn Bland Method, How to Set Goals and Make Plans that Actually Work. 
Um, these two books really were instrumental in helping me form my own thoughts and my own process in setting goals. And every year about this time, it's uh, every year, say, from Thanksgiving to, to New Year's, uh, I really spend time. I heard John Maxwell just recently on a podcast say every year he spends about two weeks. Really, he goes through everything he did in the year and what worked and what didn't. And then from there, he starts establishing what's he, what he wants to do the next year. And I heard him say on a podcast recently, I don't know where I got it from, but I was like, I do the same thing. Like I do that too. I review what happened, what, ha what ha happened last year or this year, what worked, what didn't, uh, what do I want to repeat? What do I want to forget? Uh, what do I need to learn from? What lessons did I pick up on? And I go through everything that happened. And then from there, start establishing what the next year, what I want the next year to look like. And so um, these two resources are phenomenal. Uh, but what I'm going to go through is really what I have put together for me uh, on the 10 steps to goal setting. Um, I'm going to teach my thoughts. So number one, first step, start by making an inventory of your dreams, the things you want to have, do, be, and share. There are no limits. Write down everything, work, family, relationship, mental, emotional, social, material, physical goals that you want to achieve. I mean, this is where um, you, you, can, you can get a big, big whiteboard, big dry erase board, and just start writing stuff up there that you want. Like, you know, consistently I write up there, I want to be the, I want to be the greatest husband to my wife. I want to be the greatest father to my children. I, you know, like that's, that's something I want. I, I want to be in shape. You know, I want to be, I want to live to 120. I, I, I want to be, I want to eat right. I want to, you know, uh, exercise. I want to not look in the mirror and go, ugh. I, like, I, I, I don't want to bounce and things keep shaking <laughs> after I bounce. Like, and I, I want to make money. Like I, was, I was talking to my mentor, Andy, this, uh, just this past week. I said, I want to make $5 million in a year. If for no other reason, but just say, look what I did. This is all I, I, I set a goal and I did it. So number one is just don't let the naysayers kill number one for you. There's, there are no limits. No limits. Just if, if you could suspend reality for the next hour, what ideas could you come up with that you want to achieve? What dreams do you have? Uh, maybe as a kid, you dreamed of something, and along the way, people beat you down about it, and you've given up on that dream. My dream was astronaut. As a kid, I wanted to be an astronaut, just because I'd see the pictures of these guys going to the moon, sitting on the moon, looking back at the earth. And I thought, man, I'd just like to prop up a, a, a recliner on the moon and just be on the moon, like doing my hand through the dirt, you know, oh, that's so awesome, and looking back at the earth. I just thought that'd be so cool. And then in fifth grade, I got glasses. And they're like, well, can't be an astronaut. You got to have perfect vision. 2020 to be an astronaut. But maybe I can. No, can't. And so for like a year or two, I kept saying I could. And finally, got, I got beaten down about it. And then I heard about Lance Bass from NSYNC paying like a million dollars and taking a rocket to outer space or something. I don't know if he ever actually did it. But I was like, shoot, man. All you need is some money. Well, I could, I could get that. I'm back. Maybe I'm not an astronaut for NASA. I'm not a, you know, a general in the Marine Corps or Navy or whatever, but I could get on a rocket and go to outer space. And I've been trying to recruit my kids now. Like who's going with me when I go to outer space like that? I don't know if it's going to happen this year, but it's going on this list. I want to go to outer space moon. I don't know. They're doing too many trips to the moon, but Hey, why not? I want to go to the moon. I don't want to go to Mars. This is too far. I'm going to miss too much. Um, but the moon, the moon, I, I mean, I, a good week trip would be nice. Go out there, come back, be gone 10 days. I like it. So <laughs> I'm kind of being silly, but I also want you to let go of the chains of the shackles of all these 
bonds that, 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 you, that, that have been thrown on you that maybe you didn't even willingly accept, I want you to take that off and just open your brain to dream just for a minute. And, and, and just write down what those dreams look like, okay? Start by making an inventory of your dreams. Number two, go over the list and estimate when you can realistically reach those goals. Now, it, you got to get a little more realistic, <laughs> right? So now my going to the moon dream, <laughs> it's not going to happen this year, maybe 30, in the next 30 years. I could, next 30 years, that could be doable. I could do that. I mean, Elon Musk, he's still working on those rockets. Like, he, he, go, man, go. I'm, I'm rooting for you. You want me to buy a Tesla? Just support your efforts I'm in. Like, go, get you a rocket because I want to get on it. So um, go over and estimate when you can realistically reach those goals. Some people come on board and they're like, I want to make a million dollars. How much have you ever made? What's your best year ever? Oh, 50,000. Well, you understand most people don't go from 50,000 to a million. So that million dollar dream that you threw out there, nobody's poo-pooing on that, but you need to put a realistic timeline on it. It took me from when I got started in the insurance business, uh, 2000, 2001, two, three, four, five, it took me six years before I, when I went from nothing to a million dollar annual income. It's not bad. It's a pretty good. It's a pretty good run. Would you give it all you got for the next six years to make a million dollars in a year? I said, yes. I said yes, and I think that's a big difference that we find, by the way, in, in a lot of people today, the people who are really going after it versus the people who are just acting like they're going after it. I wanted it, and I thought six years was not too long to give to make that. That's what I did, right? So go over the list and estimate when you can realistically reach those goals, prioritize them, and decide which you'll work on first. You know, what goal can you hit next year? Those need to be at the top of the list. For me, Going to the moon is not in the top 10. It's, <laughs> so I won't be working on it this year, but I know that all the top 10 goals I do have are going to lead to me going to the moon because it just takes money, right? And so anyway, number three, select your four most important goals. List the reasons these are important to you and why they excite you. The reasons are more important than the objective. This, this is getting into some psychology stuff here. And I don't know... I've been doing this a while as far as these goals and every year going through it, but select your four most important goals. You can't focus on 10. You can't focus on 10. A lot of times when I'm talking to people about their goals, I'm looking at what goals they have and which ones contradict, right? Like I've had people say, I want to spend, you know, um, I want to spend crazy amounts of time with my children this year. Okay. You want to do that and multiply your income by 10. They contradict. They contradict. So I, I can't. I can't be a little league coach, a scoutmaster, choir director, part-time referee. Like I can't do all those things and multiply my income by ten. So when you have goals that that conflict with each other, you, you're going to have to prioritize. Ultimately, okay, well, this one's going to go. You know, for next year, next year, I don't need to be father of the year next year. Next year, that's gone. Next year, I need to focus on growing that income by 10. Then the, the year after that, I can go back to being father of the year. There is going to require sacrifice to get where you want to go. It is going to require sacrifice. And the, and the greater you want to do, the bigger the sacrifice that's required. And, and, and you have to decide, by the way, this is getting off the topic a little bit, but you have to decide what, what your line is. My line was this. I'm not going to lose my family over this, over anything. I'm not going to lose my family. That was my line. I'm also not going to break the law. I'm not going to do anything illegal, immoral, unethical. I'm not going to lose my family. Those, those, that's, 
That's my line. And I know that if I was willing to break the law, maybe I could make more money. But oh well, <laughs> I'd rather stay out of prison. So I'm, I'm keeping, I'm, that's, a, that's a lid I'm going to keep on my head. And, and I, I know that I could, I could be gone all the time and lose my wife and kids, but I kind of like them. I don't want to lose them. I want to keep them around. So anyway, you select your four most important goals to you. And, and, and then list the reasons why these are important to you. This is now, you're getting emotionally attached to it. Like it's not just enough to get somebody to say they want to buy insurance. You need to have them tell you why and get into the emotional side of things so they connect to it emotionally and now they can't possibly imagine living without it. It's psychology stuff and I promise you it may seem hokey, but it's true magic sauce, okay? Number four. Write down how you will feel when you achieve each goal. Be specific. Describe what you will see and hear. Write down, listen, write it down. And not just write it down, but like really close your eyes and just think about it. I don't know how many times I've read about Olympic gold medalists and how they envision, how they, how they imagine the race. And then at the end of the race, they have the best time. And, and then because of the best time, they're standing on top of the podium and they bend over to have the metal put around their neck and then their national anthem is playing while they're listening to it and just tears streaming down their eyes. When a gold medalist wins their gold medal and, and is recognized for that, it's not the first time they lived it. That's not the first time they lived it. What they're experiencing is it's just like I imagined and just a little bit better, but they'd already imagined it. They'd already gone through it. Uh, one of my favorite stories of sports, even though I hate the team and don't like the coach a whole lot, NC state, 1983 won the national championship in basketball, Jim Valvano. You know, that whole year, they were not even close to being predicted to win the national championship. But that whole year, at the end of every practice, you know what they did as a team? They cut down the nets. At the end of every practice, they, cut, they practice cutting down the nets. That's what champions do at the end of a basketball game. When they've won the tournament, they cut down the nets and they keep a piece of it. They put it up in their, their trophy case. They practiced for all season. Every practice, Joanne, they cut down the nets. When I heard that, I was like, oh, how could they possibly lose after practicing winning? I don't know. So you, that, this is an important piece. You got to write down how you'll feel when you achieve each goal. Man, I, I, got, I got some goals right now. Heather and I are working on some stuff, and I just, just already imagining getting across that finish line. I just feel ah, just so good. I mean, it's just can't even describe to you the – the freedom that we're already feeling, that just, just seeing what we're going to do and what we're going to, uh, anyway, you've got to imagine it. Number five, list all the reasons you can achieve these goals this year. List all the reasons you can achieve these goals, not what you don't have going for you. Let's write down what we do have going for you. What do you have going for you? Character traits, friends, financial, resources, education, time, energy, etc. Take inventory of your strengths, skills, and tools. I want to do these four things. What do I currently possess? What do I already have that is going to help me achieve this? List all the reasons that you can. Well, I can do this because I got this. I can do this because. That's, that's how you list it out. Number six, describe the specific attributes that will help you reach your goals. Okay, this is a little different than number five, and sometimes people are confused by this. Describe the specific attributes that will help you reach your goals, time management, dis discipline, organization. Now compare these to your list from number five. What areas can you strengthen? Never belittle yourself. Take the initiative, improve what you've got. So number five, you're listing the reasons that you can achieve it, what you already possess. Number six, you're listing what's going to be required to achieve it. It may be something that you don't have. 
And now you may be looking for strategic partnerships or mentorship uh, in order to achieve it, right? Maybe you need an audio or something, or maybe you need to be better at time management or, or discipline or, or organizing your, your life. Maybe you need help with all of that. These are things, six, these are things that are going to be needed to achieve your goals. Number five are things that you already have. So you're looking for, you're looking for where the gap is. Okay. And never belittle yourself. Every time I read that out, I think about uh, Stuart Smalley from Saturday Night Live. Because I'm good enough, I'm smart enough. And doggone it, people like me. <laughs> if you don't remember that from Saturday Night Live, that man became a senator. But if you, <laughs> if you don't remember that from Saturday Night Live, like that just, I'm, I'm good enough, I'm smart enough, and doggone it, people like me. Just because you don't possess that attribute that you need to achieve that goal doesn't mean you can't possess that attribute. Don't put yourself down about it. Like there's just things I can't do. I, I, I could dunk a basketball in high school, Marty. I can't do it anymore. I ain't got it. I mean, I'm struggling to hit a nine, to dunk on a nine. Like, it's a, it's a, it's a fight to get up there. I'm really comfortable around eight feet now. Uh, that's two-foot vertical I've lost in my jump, Joanne. Am I going to beat myself up about that? No, I sell insurance. What do I need to jump for? <laughs> I don't need to jump. I'm not playing pro basketball. I'm not even playing recreational basketball. Don't put yourself down when you're going through this. But it's okay to be honest about the things that you don't have. It's okay to face the hard reality of things, but just be honest about it. Now you know what you need to go get, right? People ask me when going to a national convention, they'll ask me, Fitz, what do I need to talk to the top people about? I go, you need to talk to the top people at convention about the things that you need that you don't have and how to get them. So, and, and they go, well, what's that? <laughs> okay, well, you need to take some time and figure out what you don't have that you need to achieve these goals, right? And then the things that you need but don't have those are the things you seek counsel on. Hey, I need to be better at time management. Well, go to somebody that's good at time management and say, listen, truth be told, I suck at time management. How can I get better? How did you get better? What do you do? What's your system? Right? And then work it out. Figure out your system. Number seven, write down the things that prevent you from already having the goals you desire. We want many things, but lack of action usually prevents us from having them. We must know what we need to overcome and have a step-by-step -step plan for action. Write down the things that prevent you from already having the goals you desire. What's kept you from it so far? You're going to see some of this pop up in six, right? But now you're just, you're getting real crystal clear on the things that you need to achieve the goals that you don't have. Okay, these are the things that I don't have that I need. What's kept you from getting those goals already? Number eight, take time now to work out your plan to overcome obstacles and achieve your goals. Ask yourself, what would I have to do to uh, first accomplish this? What could I do to change the things that prevent me from having it now? Well, maybe some goals you've got, the things that are keeping you from achieving them is family commitments. Ooh, there's a personal one. I mean, I, my wife's on a field trip right now with our kids. I'm all about family commitments. I look forward to weekends where I get to sit in whatever the weather condition is to watch sporting events with my kids. And no, I'm not living... Uh, through them, vicariously through them. I had my day. It's, it's their turn. I'm, I'm done. I just enjoy watching them. But, but man, if that's the thing I got to give up temporarily to get where I want to go, I got to work out my plan for that. And, and, and a lot of times, and, and family commitment is a big one. It's a big one. If you don't have kids yet, you ought to be working your tail off. Okay. <laughs> But, but once you have the kids, man, you've got, you got to plan it out. You've got to be strategic. Um, the, key, the key thing I have found is your priorities need to know and feel that they are a priority. 
It doesn't mean that you need to spend all of your waking hours with them. It just means that you have made time for them and it's all about them in that time. Does that make sense? So like I leave the office typically around six-ish, let's call it. I get home, my kids don't go to bed until 8.30, nine o'clock maybe. Last night, Monday night football, I let the boys stay up a little bit longer and watch you know, a little bit more of the game. Um, but, but after they go to bed, I'm back to work again. But that window there, I'm not looking at my phone. My phone's down. I put it down. I'm not pulling out my laptop working. It's closed. It's done. I'm not working. I'm with my family. So my priorities know that they're a priority because when the time is there for us to be together, we're together hundred percent. So you got to start working it through. Like, what am I going to do if my wife says we have to go to do this? That happens to every husband. The wife says, Hey, we need to do this. Go, I've got something else. What I recommend. And as far as all that is concerned is I plan my work in advance I'm not planning it last minute. So in advance, if my wife says, hey, we've got this going on, I go, actually, I've got this going on. Let's figure out how to work around it. That makes sense. Number nine, establish some role models. They can be people from your life or top achievers. Write down three to five names of people who have realized what you want to achieve. Write down the qualities and behaviors that made them successful, then call them or write them. This, this one this one's, uh, uh, has always been a challenge for me because I have some pretty established mentors in my life, but I'm always looking for more. I'm always looking for another mentor that maybe sees things in a different light, but you gotta be really careful about who you're taking counsel from. You gotta be a fruit inspector, like measure the fruit on their tree and make sure that's the fruit that you want because whoever you spend time with is who you're gonna end up becoming. And so if you're spending time with a mentor that you don't want that fruit, like it or not, you're gonna get their fruit. Uh, and so you really gotta be careful about this. This, this number nine has been, been a challenge for me for many years. Uh, many years. Uh, number 10, take a few minutes to give yourself credit for goals you've already accomplished and write them down. These could be in work, marriage, home, family, anything. Don't hesitate to give yourself credit for things already done. You deserve it. Now, this is where I'm also honest about the things I failed in this year. You know, be honest about it. It's okay. This is what I jacked up this year. This is what I really screwed up. This is what I could have done better. But I'm also going to pat myself on the back for doing the things right. Now, I didn't necessarily grow up in a family where there were lots of pats on the back. And so I developed this skill as a kid that we, we joke around my house that I'm amazingly self-assured. Um, some, some would call it cocky or arrogant, but I, I'm really just complimenting myself because I, I wasn't always sure I was going to get that as a kid. So I just developed a habit of it. Now I'm, I'm honest about it. Hey, I did that really. I, I rocked that, nailed it. Like I'll, I'll say stuff like that all the time. Uh, and then I'll joke like I'm amazingly self-assured. And, and I'm seeing that in my kids now. Like they, they reassure themselves. That's good. If you, can't, if you can't reassure yourself, who's going to? And so the, the other day, I may have told you a story. I was sitting in the kitchen and I looked across the, uh, uh, the kitchen at my son who was sitting at the counter, my oldest, who's very much like me. And I said, you know what? I really like you. I mean, I, I love you because you're my son, but I really like you too. And he said, you know what, dad? A lot of people like me. <laughs> and Heather said, Heather said, that is your kid. <laughs> he's amazingly self-assured. I said, yes, he is. Because she said, she would have said, thank you. I like you too. That, that would be like a normal response. But those of us who are amazingly self-assured, we say, yeah, a lot of people like me. Um, <laughs> but you know what? Like he knows himself. He wasn't saying that. He wouldn't be an arrogant when he says it. He's 13. He's not being a, a punk when he says that. It's truthful. A lot of people do like him. And that's okay. That may be something you write down. You know what? A lot of people like me this year. Good job. Give yourself credit. You deserve it. I hope that helps uh, 10 things to goal setting. Uh, in coming weeks, we're going to talk about grit. 
Uh, some of you guys have heard this over the years, but we're going to hear about grit again. We're going to take a grit test and see how gritty we are, which always brings me images of being at the beach. Uh, <laughs> and then we're going to talk about, are you the Unabomber? Uh, we'll, we'll do some self-discovery there as well. So uh, those are, that's coming in coming weeks and uh, look forward to it then. Uh, I hope that helps. Can I help you? Sure would like to. If you're an agent with us, please go to timewithfits.com. That's timewithfitz.com to schedule a time when I can help you directly. Just pick a topic, pick a time, and we'll meet. If you're not an agent with the Fitz Group, I encourage you to go to thefitzgroup.org slash contact. Again, that's thefitzgroup.org slash contact and send us a message. See you next week.